You're listening to Morning Ireland on RTE Radio 1. The Irish Thalidomide Association has repeated a request for a state apology over a delay in withdrawing the drug here. Thalidomide was sold in Ireland to treat morning sickness in pregnancy and today there are about 40 survivors in this country. Between four and and five out of every ten children who were exposed to the drug died shortly after birth. Well, over the weekend and on the 60th anniversary of the international withdrawal of the drug, the German manufacturer Grunenthal acknowledged the tragedy and said it deeply regretted far-reaching consequences. Fanola Cassidy is the spokesperson for the Irish Thalidomide Association. She joins us on the line. Fanola, thanks for being with us this morning. What is it you've been asking the government for? Thank you, Rachel. Well, we've realised that there has been 25 ministers for health since 1959 dealing with the thalidomide issue. And if anything is to come out of the 60th anniversary, it is now with this apology from Germany is maybe to draw a line under the sand and just say, OK, where are we at? The company Grunenthal themselves need to verify to us that their apology applies to Ireland and then to put pressure on the Irish government to apologise also that the three people in this circle, the manufacturers, Grunenthal, the Irish state for needlessly leaving it on the market after the international withdrawal date, they left it for, you know, up to 1963 and four. we have survivors who were born. And so we need them to come to the table. And instead of fighting us long term, we're now over eight years in the High Court, some of our members are, that instead of spending like $24 million on disclosure of documents, that they would come and actually sit down at the table and have a meaningful engagement with us to say, OK, this is now 60 years old. The children were not expected to survive past their 20s. And we're now dealing with a cohort of very few people who have catastrophic birth defects, who are ageing. What can we do to draw a line under this saga once and for all? So the first thing is a meeting so that they can hear what we need to say. That's the first thing. I'm surprised, I'm I'm sure many people will be, to hear that 60 years later, all of this is still before the courts. Absolutely. Well, you know, as the years progressed, you had a situation where medical knowledge improved the diagnosis of thalidomide children. So we represent some unacknowledged survivors who back in the 70s, when we were all being tested to see if we were thalidomide, these people now need to have the right to come forward. And the state has an obligation because some of them, as I say, were needlessly affected past the cell by date. But also, um, you know, I think it was because we stayed quiet for so long. Our our group have achieved so much being ordinary in our extraordinary lives. And I think it's probably because we didn't come out of the woodwork. We weren't doing bells and whistles, but we have been now for many years. And we were forced to court because there was no engagement with previous ministers for health who would actually sit down and listen to our needs and build from there. So, you know, why... If you think of the state now, they've given a blanket guarantee to all the vaccination companies, to the the pharmaceutical companies on COVID. And yet they will take their Irish thalidomide children, you know, the children of the state, and allow us to be paraded through court. The the weariness of a legal battle when we are now at the stage we're at is actually quite unforgivable. It's adding insult to our injuries. And then, Rachel, 
we just can never have a conversation about thalidomide without remembering the parents and in particular the mothers. Apologies and the word apology can get branded and banded around easily. But for mothers who are now in their 80s and 90s, they really need to hear this was not your fault. Mm. It means everything to them. It's it's a very good point that, that it must be incredibly difficult for them as well. Now, I'm looking at a statement from the Department of Health. It says that it's not possible to comment at the moment due to the fact that there are still a number of cases before, before the High Court. However, a spokeswoman said the government was committed to the continued support of the health and personal social service needs of Irish thalidomide survivors. Are there continued supports? Yes, Rachel, there is some compensation levels have been have been undergone since the 70s. Our fathers and our mothers would have negotiated a deal when we were 12. But here's the thing. Nobody expected us to last this long. Nobody expected the new difficulties brought on by the overuse and the misuse of disabled limbs. Like that is a new phenomenon now medically recognised by, you know, experts all around the world. So the thing is, they need to come to the table and hear about that. The government have said, and probably if you follow on with that press statement, I could write the script for every dull statement written and oral that they that they say. They stand up and they say they're about to bring the heads of a bill to the floor of the doll on thalidomide. And yet they have never met with us. So they are deciding that they are the experts on thalidomide without ever speaking to us, that they will design the heads of a bill This is an extraordinary stance by them. And, you know, we acknowledge that, you know, the thalidomide tragedy did not happen on their watch. But in particular, the Minister for Health, Stephen Donnelly, he is the custodian of the state's stance on this biggest medical tragedy. Just to be clear about this, Fanola, would you like to meet with Stephen Donnelly now? Rachel, if I had a penny for every time we have requested meetings, our letters have gone virtually unanswered, barely acknowledged. And that's all we have heard, especially through uh, doll statements, that uh, it is not possible to meet with us. Because of the is court the, actions. Yeah. But, you know, are we never to get past that? And also the very important part is that not all the members of the Irish Thalidomide Association are litigants. Many of our survivors are just waiting to take that meeting, waiting to be heard. All right. Listen, Fanola, thank you so much for joining us on the line this morning. That was Fanola Cassidy there. She's a spokesperson for the Irish Thalidomide Association.